from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. <laughs> Welcome, race right. fans. <laughs> We're here. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for January 31st, show number 68. Uh, yeah. Scott, we've got a month behind us in 2019 already. Doesn't seem possible. Yeah, that is Seems crazy. like just, just a week or so ago that I was getting my butt kicked at the hangover race. Well, it happens. It had to happen sometime. No, it didn't. Yeah. It would have been much better if I just said, that's my last hangover race, and now now i got to go back and avenge it. It would be your hang-it-up race. That's right. Hang-it-up hangover race. I just came up with that. You can... I'll let you use I that. I can trademark that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller in the studio. We'll be talking to Gene Henriksen, owner of Mid-Michigan Raceway Park, about a big event they have coming up on Saturday, as a matter of fact. Racing. It's getting underway, mostly down south, but uh, we have a race coming up in uh, Michigan. It appears as though the weatherman's finally going to cooperate a little. Yeah. That was a little crazy. It was a, called you earlier. We have no water here in the building in the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Because uh, we, we normally don't have water in the studio, but uh, the whole the that, studio, the, those, the whole facility has no water. Because the, those those two little important yeah. rooms down the hall, they don't work. Yeah, the uh, pipe burst, and uh, so there's a mess over there. But uh, we're good. We just as long as we don't have to uh, use the bathroom, we're good. We'll have to go to Spaghetti Warehouse. There's a hockey game going on tonight. There too. is. They changed that. It was supposed to be today. Uh, but the uh, kids are all off of school because of the cold, so so they so they moved it to the them. evening, and they're like, "Hey, five bucks, come watch a hockey game." I saw Corey McCoy is there. He, he is, yep. yeah. But does that surprise you? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Corey McCoy's at all the hockey games. It looked like he had some good seats. Also coming up, uh, latest news, and uh, not too much really, other than uh, it's talking been with cold. Gene tonight. Yeah, it's been pretty cold. I don't know how much work's been. Have you been doing a lot of work? Uh, your, your, um, your garage is nice and heated. Mine is not. The, yeah, the shop is nice and heated, but it took a severe amount of motivation just to get that 100 feet from the house out to the shop. Uh, that is a little bit of a walk, isn't it? Yeah, that commute, just, it's a killer, man. You need to build one of those like uh, tunnels, like the plastic tunnel or something. Yeah. Why not? Or, or have them dig a tunnel. Yeah. Hey, we're over uh, 1,200 likes on Facebook. Actually, I knew well we were. I knew we were close. Yeah. So uh, thanks uh, to everybody for that. Again, uh, we'll find out about the um, the best of the Toledo, best, best of Toledo, best podcast awards uh, that'll be coming up the end of February. So we got another month until we find out who the winner of that is. We appreciate all you voting last uh, fall and early. Yeah, voting winter. voting's over, and, and now they've just got us. Now they're just waiting. stringing us along. Yeah, got to get that issue, and it's working. It's working. Uh, you can listen to us, uh, of course, if uh, you're watching us on Facebook Live. That's You know that you can check us out there. But you can also listen to us on demand, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, or iTunes, or most of uh, your other favorite podcast apps or tools or whatever. We're there. Yeah, we're everywhere. We're omnipotent. It's crazy. Rambler Race Cars, Lamberville, Michigan. Call them. Call him often. 734-856-7223. Race Cars, Parts. Chassis, fabrication. Yeah, well, he does it all. Just about everything. And race cars, built race. You have completed race cars. You got anything that's ready to go race? Mm, no, nah, nothing really ready. But uh, but he's got connections. But, but he I knows could, people. If I I could get motivated and 
have something ready. So uh, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. Also, Valentine's Day is coming up, only a few weeks away. Uh, gift cards for that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There you go. Tell your sweetheart how much you love him with a gift certificate to Ron Miller Race Cars. Or some tires. That's right. Nothing says I love you like a set of tires. Will you paint them red or something? Uh, food coloring, maybe. Okay. I, I, I'd i hate to get accused Ooh, of. Yeah, you might. Gee, <laughs> yeah, something in that doesn't meet the benchmark. Uh, illegal. <clears throat> All right. Uh, some racing news because uh, not much racing going on last weekend, but there is a lot of racing starting this weekend, as I mentioned. The, yeah, actually, tonight, as a matter of fact, <laughs> the All Star Circuit of Champions, the Ali's Bargain Outlet All Star Circuit of Champions, uh, they kick off uh, their season tonight at Bubba Raceway Park in Alcala, Florida, where it's warm. They're there through the second. It's mm-hmm. Saturday, right? Tomorrow's the first, second, yeah. 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 Same day of the Whiteout 100. Oh, well. It's crazy. Yeah. I wonder which one's going to have warmer weather. I don't know. Uh, Danny Smith uh, won the uh, USCS. Actually, there was a little bit of racing. Uh, The USCS Outlaw Thunder Tour Winter Heat Opener uh, last Friday at Hendry County Motorsport Park in Florida. I've raced there. Have you? Yeah. I've never heard of it. It's on the uh, west side of Lake Okeechobee, down southern Florida. Uh, fun little racetrack. Nice. Well, uh, apparently, have you heard of uh, this uh, Danny Smith guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, yes. Well, that's good because uh, it was the 45th uh, year in a row that uh, he has won at least one feature. That's pretty good. It's kind of like you starting off uh, the year with a feature win at uh, the hangover race every year other than this year. That's it. Rub it in, Scott. Sorry. Uh, Tony Stewart uh, was in that race, too. He finished third. At the hangover race? No, down in Florida. (laughs) Oh, at Hendry County. County. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Where did he finish? Third. Oh, well, that's okay. He made the podium. Not as good as you did at the hangover race. We're combining two yeah, things in two different... Podiums or podiums, regions. man. Unless yeah. you're on top of the podium, it doesn't count. All right. Uh, Wayne Taylor Racing, uh, which uh, was features... I'm going to probably butcher these guys' names. This is the Rolex 24... Or actually, the Rolex 2350 this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, the drivers for Wayne Taylor Racing, including Fernando Alonso, Jordan Taylor. Those are pretty easy. Uh, Ranger Van Der Zand and Kamui Kabashi. Kabayashi. Oh, oh fine. How's that? that was close enough. So that's uh, the Wayne Taylor Racing uh, team. They won the Rolex 23 hours and 50 minutes of Daytona. They took the lead with uh, with uh, just two laps uh, before the final red flag because I guess there was a few red flags. Uh, the ra- I didn't watch any of it, but I heard there was a lot of rain. A lot of rain, car, car spinning morning. and crashing. Um, they couldn't get uh, the standing water out of the bus stop, which is that little jog on yeah. the backstretch. One of the uh, one of the uh, Daytona uh, prototype cars ran into the back of one of the <clears throat> lower class cars. Uh, in car camera showed him uh, driving in fog or mist. I, I don't know what it was, and then all of a sudden, boom! Here's this car. Ah, it, it was ugly, and they. Uh, they, they definitely tore up some equipment. So did you watch? How much did you watch? Probably the last couple hours. All right. Cool. It, I think I was uh, down in Finley. Yeah, I sun had a track meet. Yeah, it, it, it rained down there a lot, and, and it rained hard. 
There were rivers of water running across the racetrack. Cars had hit them, hit the hit the water puddles and hydroplane. But they uh, race in the rain anyway. Well, they do. You know, I mean, they've got the wipers. They've got rain tires. But the this standing was, water was the problem. Yeah, I'm that's yes. Yeah. So this was just over the top rain. Too much. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm calling. I'm calling the sissy flag on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, they race it, in the rain. It, they they were they were looking forward to a really good finish. The top three cars. They can it, slow down. The. They all have brakes. Yeah. There's nothing that says they have to go fast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell a racer that. I, I, yeah. Uh, Lucas uh, Oil Late Model Season kicks off this weekend as well. They're at Golden Isle Speedway in Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, they're running tomorrow night and uh, Saturday night before heading down to East Bay in uh, Tampa, February 4th through the uh, 9th for the uh, 43rd annual Winter Nationals. Really? Yeah. I understand one of our recent guests is... Heading south. I believe uh, Chuck, didn't he say he was uh, running a few of the, the Lucas Oil? Uh, I think actually, this, he, was it I think weekend? it was his plan to run some of the Lucas Oil stuff. Because but, they but start he, before the World of Outlaws. But he had declared that he was running for World of Outlaw Rookie of the Year. Correct. No, no, one of our even more recent guests. Rusty? Um, I guess is loading up and heading south. Rusty is? I'm sworn to secrecy. I can't tell you. He was just here last week. He said he wasn't going to. Most likely. Well, no, he, he also it. said, wait till Friday morning, and then he'll know what he's doing. Was that so, last Friday or this Friday? That was uh, last Thursday evening. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. So, so tomorrow morning it might be public then. Okay. Could be. Gotcha. Yeah, if you remember his, his... So if, assuming we're talking about our guest last week, and assuming that... Don't uh, assume anything. He is but going okay. down there... Uh, he's going to be running with the, the Lucas Oil guys then. In, well, I don't know if he's going to be running with the Lucas Oil guys or wait until the World of Outlaws. Okay. Or the Winter Nationals? Correct. That is the World of Outlaw. Yeah. That's like all. UMP. There's a lot of racing in early February in Florida. It's like every day. It's like Christmas. And it's pretty cool. It's like Christmas if you're down there, I suppose. <laughs> Except it costs a lot of money to go watch. Yeah, it probably costs a lot of money to go race, too. Especially if you tear things up. Um, did that. Uh, a few more dates have been announced uh, a little closer to home here for uh, Oakshade Raceway. Their schedule. Saw a little video of uh, Chrissy Hendricks. Right. Uh, talking about some uh, more dates. They don't have the full schedule out, but uh, they do have dates for uh, some American Late Model Series shows, which are going to be uh, Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend, the Saturdays there, and then the annual Barney Oldfield race will be on June 15th. And also, I guess it was announced that uh, the Bombers will be uh, part of the Saturday Night Birthday Race. That's a pretty deal. cool deal. So they're usually they're the back compact. on the schedule. Yeah. Uh, didn't she announce <clears throat> the date for the Sprint Car Race, too? Yeah, that's already been up. That's like okay. the first Saturday in June. I don't have that in front of me. Sixth, maybe. It's all on the website, oakshaderaceway.com, all the, the dates that were announced. So there's a few of them. There's kind of it's not the full schedule. There's just a few. Still few no dates announcement as to what classes are going to be with, with the, the sprint sprints. Cars. No, she did not. They, I don't think they've decided that yet. You know what? It would be really cool is if it was a run what you brung show. Oh my goodness! There we go. Outlaw Shameless late models and non wing uh, sprints. That 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 would be a cool race. But I think 
the isn't the the dream is the following week. The dream's the following week. So it may just be regular late models. I don't know. I don't know. They've don't they've know. been very tight lipped about it. I know. But I, I'm I'm maybe they're working on something huge. Huge? I don't know. Okay. I have no I have no insight. I'm just guessing. Actually, no. I'm being optimistic and thinking it's going to be huge. Monster trucks. That'd be huge. <laughs> Monster trucks. Boss outlaw sprints and monster trucks. Watch us crush a sprint car on the front stretch. So uh, there's a few drivers that have declared uh, they're running with the Lucas Oil late models. A few drivers have declared they're running with the World of Outlaws late models. Uh, I got a list here. Yeah, Would let's like hear it. Uh, one of them, uh, Dennis Herb uh, Jr., is actually switching gears. He'll be running with the World of uh, Outlaw late model series. Uh, okay, but he's he's not running Rookie of the Year. No, I don't okay. believe so. Right. No, I, I, these okay. are just guys that are going to okay. be tour, running okay. with the tour this year. Okay. But he's switching from the World of Outlaws to Lucas Oil this year. He's been with the uh, World of Outlaws since 2012. Um, and the World of Outlaw list over here. Brandon Shepard, Shane Clanton, Chris Madden, Daryl Lanigan, uh, Chase Jungens, Kyle Hardy, Chuck Hummer, who we had in the show a couple Co- weeks ago. A couple weeks back. Uh, he's running for Rookie of the Year. Uh, with, with his World of Outlaws. Yeah, with the World of Outlaws, with his uh, crate motor right. program there. G.R. Smith, Kate Dillard, Blake Spencer, Ricky Weiss. Um, yeah, Dennis Herb Jr., as I just mentioned, and Boom Briggs. Uh, 13 drivers that uh, are committed. Well, ish. Well, committed-ish. They're going to start running. They, they so, have, they, they're planning on running. So that will be the mean 13. There you go. Uh, for Lucas Oil late models, you got Scott Bloomquist, Jonathan uh, Davenport, Josh Richards, Tim McCready, uh, Devin Moran, Earl Pers- Pearson uh, Jr., Tyler Erb, who was uh, the winner down under at the uh, USA right. Invasion, invasion, whatever it is, down in Australia, Jimmy Owens, Kyle Bronson, Don O'Neill, Hudson O'Neill, Billy Moyer Jr., and Shannon Buckingham. Those are the drivers. Uh, I thought Billy Moyer Jr. had retired. Well. Obviously, Retirement isn't forever. Retirement is, it's more of a, it's like a vacation. Yeah. So, a couple of weeks off. Uh, one other uh, how many? How many is that with, it, uh, with there's, Lucas? Uh, there's 13 on that, too. Yeah, this may not be a complete list. Right. But, uh, yeah, 13 for World of Outlaws, 13 for uh, Lucas Oil. I didn't see your name on either of those lists. No, you didn't. It's crazy. Uh, Rush Truck Centers and Ford Performance will become uh, co-primary sponsors of the Tony Stewart Curb Gaginian Race, uh, Tony Stewart's team. Uh, They're going to be sponsoring the cars driven by team owner Tony Stewart and 10-time World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink. That's going to take a while to get used to, World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink. Sprint Car Series champion uh, Donnie Schatz. Um, for the past two seasons, Ford uh, Performance has been solidifying plans to develop a 410 uh, cubic inch engine that will officially make its on-track debut this year. Really? Yeah. Ford. Whatever happened to, like, Ford Cosworth? Is that still a thing? Well, I don't know. Okay. I just remember that from my younger years watching NASCAR and... Indy and... Is that where the Cosworths yeah. were? Okay. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much all I got. Really? Yeah. Uh, That's it. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) You know, sadly, (laughs) we did lose a couple of very good friends of the racing family. Art Roseanne passed away uh, last Sunday. Uh, Who was, uh, if you don't remember, you described it to me. I was like, Mary Roseanne, that name's very familiar to me. I know the name. 
and uh, he he's uh, Toledo has a very popular video. Toledo Speedway's greatest wrecks, I I would imagine, and, and it's made national TV. Uh, or he's one of the cars that flew out over uh, the wall, uh, over, out of the ballpark, yeah, and, and into the, the trees. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, Art was a a race car builder, good fabricator, and uh, passed away last Sunday. He's had some health issues. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, Toledo Memorial Park at 1 o'clock tomorrow. There will be a service and then uh, a celebration of life at the American Legion Post on Manhattan at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, Other notable person passing away, Virginia McCune, uh, wife of uh, racing legend in this area, Jim McCune Sr. Jim McCune Junior and Jimmy Jimmy McCune's mom, uh, grandmom, uh, she passed away, uh, I think Monday. But uh, services for her will be at the Rosary Cathedral on Collingwood Boulevard at 2 p.m. on Saturday, and uh, her celebration of life will be at the KFC on Secor, 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, the family's asking, in lieu of flowers, that uh, you make a donation to the uh, uh, Leukemia Society or American Cancer Society. So both of those people, very prominent in the racing community, and they're going to be missed. You know, I bring the other news. You bring the sad news. Well, that's not sad. I mean, these were these were people that— It's not happy news. No, but they left a really great mark on racing, and— that's why they are having a celebration of life rather than a funeral dirge. All right. Well, that's cool. Excellent. How about we uh, get uh, Gene Henriksen on the the horn here? That's cool. Talk about the Whiteout 100, which is uh, coming up on Saturday. There, I have a lot of questions because I, I don't know that much about Mid-Michigan uh, Raceway Park, which is, uh, if uh, you're familiar with Michigan, it's like about up. Wait, no, that's the wrong hand. It'd be, uh, yeah, this hand because Detroit's like about here and it's like, Somewhere, right about yeah, right about that. Ca- well, yeah. if, you, if you had a callus on yeah. your hand, I got really dry hands. Though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it's about halfway between I ninety six and Crystal Speedway. Dirt track, dirt track, fun little quarter mile track, nicely run, good family atmosphere, and uh, they they didn't run last summer because of some issues that Gene will talk about, but. Uh, I guess they've got some big plans for 2019, and, and we'll be asking Gene about that. They were going to run the corn harvest, but I guess that got uh, rained out. Yeah, that, that one got weathered out. I think that was going to be the only thing uh, that was on their schedule. But Admission Raceway. Gene. Yes, sir. This is Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. Yeah, well, he's he's Scott Hammer, and I'm Ron Miller. Yeah. I know who's who. <laughs> Hi, buddy. How are you tonight? I'm doing fine. Staying warm? Yeah, we've been plowing all day. We're doing fine. I, I was going to ask you, my, my son told me that uh, you had a four-foot drift on one end of the racetrack. Tell oh, us yeah, about that. over top of the wall. Oh, really? <laughs> it's gone now. It's oh. on the infield. Oh. Well, before we before we get to the Whiteout 100 this weekend, we're talking to uh, Gene Hendrickson, owner of uh, Mid Michigan Raceway Park. Uh, kind of a, a little bit of a, a haul from uh, the Toledo area, so uh, a lot of our listeners may not be familiar with with the track. Can you give us a little bit of history of Mid Michigan Raceway Park? Yeah, I uh, 
I bought this thing 26 years ago from a guy named Ross Ferguson that that him and Alan Brown started the Racers Directory book. And uh, he ran it for, I don't know, three years. And, and it was a racetrack. That's about all I can say when I bought it. <laughs> it was eight turns of soupy hole and, and 21 bleachers for a, for a grandstand. And What's that, babe? Picnic table. Picnic tables, I should say. <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, no electric, no water. It's changed big time in 26 years, so. You know, we've done a lot of hard work and made it what it is, and you've been here, Ron. You know what it looks like. And we've actually won a couple of races there, and, and, I, really, some races and, there and, and I appreciate that. And uh, it don't look very fast, but it's faster than people uh, faster than people when it looks at. I've had, uh, you know, I mean, we do a lot of work all the time, but here probably five, six years ago, seven years ago, Cornhurst, I had sprint cars here, and I can't remember his name. Out of Jackson came up with his sprint car, and he had 360 in it, and he goes out there and raced. He said, well, I got way too much sprint car. He went out in hot lap. said, where are you going? He said, I'm going home and get my 410. This one ain't big enough. <laughs> he said, yeah. this is faster than you think. So Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, I've had some good people learn how to race here. Rusty's a link. Started yeah, here. Um, Rusty was on our show last week, yeah, and, and, and and he wondered oh, if he, come back. he wondered if he was still banned from there. No, because because okay. So once again, no. forever forever isn't quite as long as it used to be. It's well, like, it's, it's like been, retirement. It's been uh, you know twenty some years. So <laughs> and, you know what happened back then is what happened now. You know it's it's I forget stuff. You know I let it go, but. <laughs> You know, I, I thank God, and uh, but anyhow, that yeah, I, I told him. I, a couple other guys asked me about it to run around with him, and I said they let him come back. I don't care, tell him he can come back, but because he didn't hear it from me. So, <laughs> and I've seen him a couple times, and I just kind of he was busy. I seen him at ninety six a couple times this last summer, and, and I just let it go and. Were you there that uh, night he had uh, an issue there at 996? <laughs> no, I wasn't there. I'll bet you heard about it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard about it. I just laughed. No. <laughs> I don't blame him. So uh, so last uh, season, 2018, uh, you guys didn't run a regular no. uh, program. You want to tell us about that? Well, my wife wasn't overly great, and I wasn't overly great. And neither one of us was still overly great, but we were getting old, and... I decided that I was having, you know, there's some health problems. The biggest thing, and and help is another thing. And and uh, I decided that, you know what, it's time to take the summer off. You know, we can kind of do what we want to do, and we kind of did that, and or I did that. She didn't do much, but did some things that I wanted to get done, and we did that. And now we're going back this year. And, you know, I got the opportunity to sell it, but you know, it's it's like your place, Ron. <laughs> you could probably sell yours too, but yeah. what would you do then? You know, I some days I feel like a, a mouse on a little tread wheel. You know, you just go boogity boogity boogity, but then you realize that that's what keeps you going. Well, and that does keep me going. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not getting younger. I mean, I'm seventy years old, so you're just a punk kid. Yeah, that's fine. I'm younger than Ron. You know, but I just went, and, last summer I just went and bought a 
2005 Raver late model to make it into a pro late. And uh, so that's what kind of my project was going to be last summer, but it didn't get done. So Now, you were going to run the uh, corn harvest, uh, but that got rained out last year, right? Yeah, that features got rained out. You okay. Know? Uh, we ran the... We ran Friday night. We practiced, oh, five hours, and then they ran all the heat races on Saturday and the and the bees and the seeds and Saturday night specials and 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 it come. We lacked two Saturday night specials from getting it done on Saturday night. Four cylinder front wheel drive and I think the rear wheel drive and you know we had two hundred and fifty sixty cars, whatever it was. And, wow. And, Scott, uh, if you've if you've never been there, you really need to need to, to load there. up and go up there. It's it's a fun. It's a, no, it's a great weekend. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I got Scott Juno from American Racer, who is head of the dirt program of the tire deal out of American Racer, and I got him to come up here with Wayne Bishop, and uh, I got he's like, he'll be back next year. He says, I ain't believing this many cars, this many people, much racing, and have much fun. As much I, fun as I had. And, and the fun is the big part of it, Gene. That's, that's what it, just like this show we're going to do here Saturday. It's, am I going to make any money out of it? Probably not. Because, <laughs> well, you what? know, I'm not going to get many people, and I, I don't think. Um, I'll get some racers. If I get 30 cars, I'll be happy. Hopefully everybody comes and has fun. And they eat, you know, because my program for this show is, well, my pro- I did this two years ago, which I'm a promoter on your thought. It fell down and hit my head. But I raised my pit passes five bucks, and I made all the food free in the concession, hot dog, Polish dogs, chips and cheese, and whatever else we had. And they bought all the drinks. And that was the best move I ever made. It was kind of funny at first because you'd watch somebody come in there they wouldn't only get about 10 feet away from that concession. They'd go back and get another hot dog. <laughs> or Polish dog. And one guy said, I'm going to eat my five hours worth up. And I looked at him and said, I don't think you can do it, buddy. Just have fun. So what what, uh, what on earth uh, motivates you to, to do a, a race in, in Michigan in, you know, this time of year? Well, Sandusky. <laughs> <laughs> we have that's a lot of fun the, there. That's the one that motivated me. Forty years ago, or whatever, when they started, I wanted to go race that because I, you know, that back when I had cars, and I wanted to go race it, and I never did it. And finally, about I don't know what it was, um, I decided here about four years ago, five years ago, I'm gonna do this show, and that's exactly why I did it. And I got, you know, it, they have fun, and that's why we did it. If it come for the money, you know what I pay, Ron, because you want it. You're your sons want it. Right. Uh, I don't pay bad. I mean, I pay fair. I pay everything. You know, it don't matter to me. But, you know, I didn't. That's just the reason I do it. You know, that's, I'll try something that nobody's ever done. So, and it's a lot of work. It's more work this year than it's ever been. Before, the track's always been bare. Here, a couple of years ago when we did it, I was wondering how well I was going to do about the dust. Because the track didn't have no dirt on it. I can't water it. There's no snow or nothing on it. I can't water it because it's going to be mud. It'll be slippery or freeze. So. Now, now, I've got to ask you, you you've you said in the past that uh, you've got to have good, solid ground, so you kind of depend on frost. Uh, it's been cold enough that you've got frost in the ground up there? 
Oh, we got lots of problems. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I that's think a problem. Enough. I think today what they get up to four degrees. Yeah, it's about what we had here. Now, what you know, do you look? What are you looking at up there on Saturday? Uh, Thirty some degrees. In, in, okay. So in case it's be some beautiful. Of, in case some of our Tropical. listeners want to go up and race, or some of our yep. listeners want to go up and watch. Yep, it'd be thirty some degrees. Uh, I think it's supposed to be thirty five or something like that. What uh, uh, is there? Is it like the uh, the hangover race at Sandusky then, where you're not gonna the weather is not gonna play a, a part as far as cancel unless it gets extreme no. like it was yet the other day? But no, no yeah. So. But you know what? Last year we ran this show it was fifteen degrees. The year before that was ten. So okay, <laughs> you know, I mean. How many years uh, have you been doing the Whiteout 100? This would be number three. Number three, okay. So uh, give uh, give our listeners a little bit of information about it. What uh, what time uh, the gates open? What's the cost? What classes uh, are there? Gate, gates open at 11 o'clock. Uh, hopefully race around 1, 1.30. Uh, we got what's called an open, which is run what you brung, like what Ron's doing. Ron yeah. likes that class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> You know, you talk about people coming from Toledo. I got his his partner coming out of Traverse City coming with a board on this year. Um, so I know there's three board cars on here, plus whoever else comes. Um, then I have what they call an eight inch wheel tire because I'm not going to play around. I might split them up, pro stocks or modifieds or whatever decides to come. And I got your front wheel drives, and I got some enduro cars. I probably will take away from the front wheel drives, and I got some pure stock ones. But I mean pure stock. They're taking, putting maybe some of them are putting a cage in, but I tell them they don't have to. They run a plate down the side of the door, six inch piece of channel, bolt it through the A pillars, um, put your seat belts in. I want the windows out, but if the doors ain't rusty. Tape the wind rolling down, tape over top, and come and have fun. It's all about and fun. please leave the heater in. <laughs> yeah, your and, car doesn't have heat, does it, Ron? No, no. Jeez. That's a problem. Well, and we've, you know, I, last last two years I've done that, and believe it or not, there's a guy that races all the time at Crystal, and he's raced here a little bit, and he owns a car dealership in Greenville, and he's Blake Howenbeck's his name, and he called me up on Wednesday, Says Gene, what's it take for this show? I said, all it takes is what I told you know. Told him what to do. He come. He had more fun, and with them two cars, him and his buddy. I think one of them got second, the other one got third. They were so happy, and they walked out here more money than he made in his pro stock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know, it's it's they just had fun, and that's what it's all about. It's got to have fun with this show or. If it ain't fun no more, then you might as well not have it, because racing needs to be fun. Absolutely. You know, I mean, if you're not having fun racing, it's time to get out. So the rules are uh, pretty loose pretty as far as... Uh... Yeah, all the safety rules, and, you know, we can abide by that. But you can wear your snowmobile suit, because it's going to be cold. But, <laughs> no, you know, not... and everybody said, well, it's too cold to race. It ain't too cold, too cold to go snowmobile. No, the 8-inch the, the tire class, is that 2-barrel, 4-barrel, or does uh, it matter? They basically, I don't care. Because I can tell you what, 4-barrel hurts them here anyhow. You know that, yeah. Ron. Yep. Well, the I didn't track. want to discourage anyone from coming nope. up. No, nope. I got some guys who be here at 4-barrel. Last year, we had 4-wheel drive here and Jeep, and then we had a Cadillac, a big old Cadillac DeVille. And, really? So you're not yeah. going to turn anyone away as long yeah, as they meet the safety. We'll find a class for them somehow. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So I, mean, I want you to have fun. That's what it's about. 
what's in uh, what's involved with, with the track prep uh, with you know winter well, conditions? You know, we just we just turned around and took about well the three and four turn where you know where that's at. We took about four foot of snow off that corner. Took it down the infield. Snow that had drifted up there. Uh, drifted off over the top of the wall. There's a wall around three and four now, Ron. Right. That's yeah. That's what I heard. It was far away on three when last year, and now it's all the way over to four. So. Uh, the snow blowed over top, and then the back shoots some. And that's all gone. It's all in the infield. May, I got to thank uh, Rod Wilds, Wilds Racing. Only well, lives down the road about three miles. He come over and helped plow. Because I looked at it this morning, I said, I don't know if I want to do this. There's a lot of snow out there. But <laughs> then he, I went to town and had to do, picked up some gas and some other stuff in the battery, and came back and looked up, and there's a truck going around the racetrack, and he was out there plowing it off. So. The pits are done, the track's done, the driveway's done, the parking up front's done. We just got to tidy up tomorrow and be ready for Saturday. Turn on the heaters and the concessions and tower and take a booth. And Free camping if you're so inclined, right? <laughs> yeah, if you want to camp in this stuff. <laughs> uh, but it's $30 hours registered car and it's $15 for a pit pass. Everybody else for $15 coming in. And... What I'm doing is I'm turn around. Anybody in the grandstand go in the pits. I don't care. You can drive back there. We're going to have burnt barrels up front, uh, one or whatever, and then I have a couple in the back, big bonfire place where they can get warm. The food is free. They're going to have bean soup and chili and hot dog and Polish dog and maybe chips and cheese. So that's all free. Just your drinks, you have to buy them, and I don't even know how expensive either. So. You got hot chocolate? Yes. Matter awesome. of fact, we just talked about it. I told her to pick up two cases tomorrow. But <laughs> that, that'll no, be I a did, big seller. Yeah. Well, hot chocolate and coffee will be a big yeah. seller, you know. And, and it depends on how cold it is, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's something I do, you know. You know, the chili and the bean soup uh, kind of helps everything out, you know. So some some people think I'm stupid. I fell on it in my head. Some promoters <laughs> think I'm stupid, period, for doing what I'm doing, but. It's well, working I, for me, and that's all I care. I don't know. I guess the folks at Sandusky must be stupid, too, because they've been doing it for, what, 40 years? Yeah, I, something like that, at least. I think I, it was way before I bought this place when I wanted to go race it with my hobby stocker. I can tell you that. If I remember Very, right, that's what they announced this year. 40 years, yep. I, I don't doubt it, Ron. I know, I, I know ABC's Wide World of Sports was there the first couple of years. Because yes, they, could, they couldn't believe it. Where? At Sandusky? Yep. Yes. I did not know that. Absolutely. And uh, to be, be honest with you, I think that's where I heard about it when it was on TV. You know, yes. I can't be too stupid because the guy up to uh, up north there to... Uh, M40? No, no, north. Um, <laughs> I can't think of the name of the racetrack at the moment. <laughs> up there by the bridge. He's running a show here shortly. Really? Huh. One's your on away. Oh, okay, yep. He's going to run a four-cylinder Enduro or something up there. I did hear that. Yep. Pretty soon, all tracks in the area, they're just going to run year-round. Well, they do in <laughs> Florida, don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, the weather's a little nicer down there. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I, I... I've been to Florida and raced. I went down with Chris Patterson years ago, and the coldest I've ever been in my life was Jacksonville, Florida, when we raced there. Huh. I'm, we must have been there the same time. I'm telling you what, the I'm never so cold in my whole I didn't take a winter coat. Well, the winter coat I had wasn't very heavy because I drove Chris down. 
Kathy. I bought a coat. Matter of fact, we just dug it out of the closet the other day. It was a Winston, Winston coat. And I bought it down there, and I had a pair of car coveralls with me, and I wore them. It was cold. Kathy's parents live in Jacksonville, and absolutely the coldest I've ever been was Jacksonville, Florida, 32 degrees. Yep. Oh, my at, at Jack, Jack Speedway. Mama's sitting here shaking her head. <laughs> yeah, I went with Chris about three, four years down there. We had fun. Did uh, at, at the driver's meeting at Jack Speedway, um, did, did they warn you about the tires in the back stretch? Yeah, we, we we were at we were at a driver's meeting down there, and uh, this big old boy comes up and he says, "I want to warn y'all now. If you get off of them tars in the back stretch, there's snakes in them tars. Now, if 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 you get out there, just stay in your car because we got boys what's trained to come and fetch you." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Word for word, that was yeah. what he said, Gene. Yeah, buddy. I'm telling you, if I get off in those tires, I can fly out of there. Yeah, and the best part of the whole thing, you remember the drag race, drag drag race track was right there beside it. Yes. Matter of fact, we drove in on the track. Yes. To get to the dirt track, and they had a go kart track there. They had, that was quite a place. Yep. I don't know if it's still going or not. Nope. Jack Speedway Pecan Park in in Jacksonville. It's been closed. Wow. What, Kathy? Probably ten years now. Yes, well, oh, she says it's a shopping center. Yeah, the guy that had it, he owned a, he built race cars because Chris crashed his car, and we went over there to his shop, and he sold parts, and we worked on the car all night. And, I mean, open the door. I mean, big old building, you know, welders and bender, anything you wanted in there back then, you know, not compared to today. And there's your parts store. Get what you need. Tell me what you got. Be here in the morning. We worked on the car all night, got it ready. He came in the morning, paid the bill. It wasn't even that expensive. He went back to Jacksonville. There you, know, you go. That's, that's the kind of people he. I mean, I was so impressed over that guy down there. Yeah. You know, just kind of like opening shops. Say, go ahead, fix your car. You know. Well, hopefully you don't we find, don't we don't have to worry about snakes uh, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> snakes around here, you might worry about deer or two or something yeah, like that. Geez. Gene, I want to talk for just a second about your corn harvest race. It used to be something that was really highly looked forward to as as the last race of the season, yeah. and and now promoters keep, seem to keep keep stretching their season and stretching their season. Um, you're you're one of the the first shows now uh, for season ending races. Uh, what what do you think about uh, the the racing season getting longer into fall? Well. You know, believe it or not, in the 26 years or 25, I don't know how many years we've been running it, um, first time I'd been rained out. You know, so I'm pretty happy over that, you know. Um, Last year was the first time you've been rained out. Yes, first time I've ever been rained out. Now, I rained out the last race one time, and I I paid because we'd already ran all day and into the night on Sunday, we we paid uh, everybody there's the money, but this year I paid everybody start money because I didn't, first of all, Sunday hurt me, so we didn't have the people that normally come in on Sunday. Berlin is hurting, you know, do, not doing me any good when they come run their dirt short show because they put dirt on it, but you know what, I've, Dick Beebe started Dealer's Choice, and he went from Crystal, well, he started in Hartford because I ran the first, we went to the first one. And that was when Hartford was still paved, right? 
Hartford was paved at that time. They had a quarter mile and they had a half mile. And we qualified. And the next morning we were going to run the heat races. It was cold and it started to rain. And we were in a tent, no campers. There wasn't many campers around then. Open trailer. And got up the next morning with six inches of snow on the ground. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were going to run it. There clouds of snow out. We're going to do this and that. And it snowed some more and it rained some more. And so they canceled the next weekend and never went back. And uh, But, you know, that was the first one I went to. And and then I kept going. I went to Dealer's Choice at Crystal every year, and which was pretty good. And then him and Ron got in a little match or whatever it was. I don't know about and then he went to Butler and and uh, yeah and yeah okay. <laughs> and then uh, somebody approached me and says to me, "Why don't you run a corn harvest?" Because that was when uh, Spartan was running their fall harvest. So we came up with a corn harvest because there's cornfields right around here. So that's how we came up with it. And I gave away sweet corn and we cooked sweet corn for everybody. And and then we went to the sweet corn and pork steak and all kinds of stuff and with, good with feed. Few, you know really good feed yeah and uh that's one of the reason i started it you know i because dick baby took dealer's choice to butler nobody all these guys around here didn't want to go to butler and uh so then he brought it back to 96 and and talking about how many cars he had but everyone would run three different classes so because i and it was kind of funny. I had a woman who was doing my pictures, and I decided to take a picture of this place on an airplane on on Sunday morning or Saturday morning, Sunday morning. I don't remember what day it was. And uh, so we went and rented the airplane, pilot, went up and took pictures of this place. When we left the airport in Ionia, we flew over I-96 and took pictures of his place. And uh, then I took pictures of all the neighbors' farms around here and this and that. She blew them all up. For me and gave them to me and I'd seen Dick that fall uh, that spring in Kalamazoo to a promoter's meeting MSPA and said here Dick you can have these he looked at them and he goes these are better than the one I had that I paid what did you pay for these I said they didn't cost me none he said these are better than the ones I paid five hundred dollars for oh jeez you know no they were nice pictures and I gave all my neighbor farmers all the picture of their place just for putting up my noise around here all summer long and again your your facility is just a nice family atmosphere and, and that yeah. just goes to show it, but, it we're, uh, we're out in the middle of the country we're not we're not well close to city as carson city would be eight miles and Muir's seven miles south of me and ionia is 15 as as you drive and you know i mean i'm not close to too much anything so Dairy farmers. On the phone Not with it. with Gene Hendrickson, uh, owner of Mid Michigan Raceway Park. Uh, let's talk about uh, this season. You got the Whiteout One Hundred uh, coming up uh, on Saturday, but uh, what's what's on tap uh, for for the track for the rest of two thousand nineteen? Well, we're running the. You know, we're going to start on the eleventh or seventeenth of May, um, Friday. We're on Friday nights. So I got and be every Friday night. I got. Uh, Kenny Wallace driving experience comes in in June, first part of June, I think. And then last part of June, we got uh, um, 
we do always do kids night with the Michigan uh, our, the fan our, club our racing fan club so and then you know that's about it unless I throw some specials in there what uh, what are your weekly what are your weekly classes lay miles modified pro stocks street stocks front wheel drives um, what am I missing uh, little wedge cars for the kids. I got a little racetrack in the infield for them. Uh, I don't know what class. I run them all. You, Did, know. you run them? Would they run every week then, all those classes? Yes, they do. Okay. The modifieds are IMCA or UMP no, roles? Neither one. Okay. Nope. Most, of them, most of them are IMCA tire because it's either going to be an IMCA tire or American race tire. And I got a modified American race tire went back when we ran... Michigan Modified, and kind of kept that tire. Uh, most people like it, the ones that run it. The other guys like the IMCA, and some of them don't matter. Um, the IMCA tire is faster. That tire is faster. Um, I, you know, some of them say, oh, I don't want to buy that tire. Well, don't run the tire you got. You know, it's pretty well the same tire. The same tire they run Crystal, and same gear they run Crystal. They ain't got to do much, but come here and race, so. The late models uh, American are, racer, you know that. are in the American Racer tire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, prob- I, I and, and pretty I much standard UMP body rules. Yeah, pretty much. They change them this year, I right hear. Uh, I don't think of... Uh, I, I looked at their webpage the other day, Gene, and they still had the 2018 rule book posted. So I don't think there's been any significant changes. I heard that. I don't know whether Ron and Tri-City and them did a little change in something about the inside of the deck, or I don't know what they were going to do there. You know, they're draw, low, lowering the deck in the inside, you know what I mean? Yep. You know what I'm talking about. I do. I, I kind of laugh. used to do that years ago, and everybody went to the flat top. Now they're going back to what we used to do 25 years ago. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Did, we talk a lot on the show about uh, the arrow issues with late model racing and O'Ron likes to talk about this with uh, you know the cars are getting a lot very dependent on arrow and and it makes the racing not as good as it is it used to be uh do you have that issue or do you see that at uh, mid-michigan raceway park as well I, my issue here is i don't like four bar cars <laughs> <laughs> because number one is or the when they get on the bars they already moved over about two foot so it looks like they're sideways all the way around. And it takes up, when you take two of them cars side by side, you're losing about eight foot of your racetrack that you can make it three wide out of. And it, are they faster? You know, I, I, I see a lot of cars on a certain night, they're fast. Um, but I also see the old late spring three bar cars go just as fast. And I don't see them breaking too many track records. And and that's the truth. And uh, you know, I, I said, you know, I've been, I go to Crystal a lot, and a good night at Crystal, they they might they'll get up there, but I really laugh, you know. I think Chris Patterson had track record there for a lot of years, and and what really was funny is they were on the old EC twos back then, right? You know, on a on a ten inch wheel. You know, it wasn't on this 12-, 14-inch wheel they got today. It was on a 10-inch steel wheel at that. You know, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I, 
I don't see where the cars are any faster, and, and I don't see... They look like ill handle to me. The, I've never drove four bar cars. The, no, the, I can't the cars you. may be faster, but I, I'll guarantee the competition's not as good. Well, that's the sad part. I, what I notice is they're fast in the corner. They're not fast down the straightaway like they used to be. Used to be the corner speed. You drove it in the corner farther back years ago compared to now. And now they just now they they're, they're off the gas, and when they get to the corner, they're on the gas. So. And the right person and the right car and the right track conditions. I think the least spring car would run right by the four link or the four link car. So, but there are all this bump stop and the shock. I, I don't know. I just the money they spend on shocks. That's more money than I spend on a motor. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, and you too. Absolutely. You know. You know. By the way, I was going to ask you. How come you don't come to work till noon? When Steve called me to say, you don't come out there till noon. Because that's... because I can. Because <laughs> you can. Because it's too cold, apparently, to walk from the house to the to the yeah, shop. Yeah, you got so far to go to work, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is it is an honest hundred feet. <laughs> well, but you know what? You're getting older. You don't have to, right? Hey, if if <laughs> if I'm busy and work dictates it, I'll be out there at seven o'clock in the morning. But if I can watch the news and some TV. I'll do and, that. And get on the internet and stuff like that. That's all right. Stir the pot a little, but yeah, that, that's oh, yeah, stirring the pot. That's all right. Now, stirring the pot pretty good. Now, now I'm gonna. I'm assuming that because uh, I've never run a track, that uh, running a track is a heck of a lot of work. And uh, yes. And I'm assuming that it's got to have somewhat of a reward. You know, some kind of fun that that you're gonna you know commit to doing this uh, weekly. Is that a? Is that? Correct. You know what my reward is because I've been racing my whole life. You know, my dad wasn't a racer, believe it or not. The person that got into me got in, got me into this was a guy named Mort Anderson, and that was back when I was 18 years old. But I'd went to the races prior to that when I was little, and they used to call it the Dust Bowl in Greenville. And got pictures of me when I was little and wanted to know if I wanted to ride a race car. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. I was smarter than that back then, but no, uh, he's the one that got me into it. And I've been into it ever since, and and uh, then I, you know, my my goal in my life was to either buy a racetrack or buy a junkyard, and and, and I here bought you are. the racetrack, <laughs> <laughs> which I should have made in a junkyard. I probably made it a lot more money, <laughs> but you know what? I uh, what really I like about it is when people come, and you've been here, Ron, is smooth. This track is smooth. For a dirt track, and it's fast. When you see all the campers there for your corn harvest race, yeah. that has to that has to be rewarding. It is, you know. I mean, it's uh, and especially it keeps get it kept getting bigger. This year they were smart and some of them stayed home. Not that they were smart, but I mean, it did it do me hurt me. But you know, it's you know I was expecting more from the year before, but the rain took care of that and. But we're planning on I mean, we spend, believe it or not, I got a guy that, well, you know who he is, Jimmy Newman. Yep. He builds a race car. And he's got a good job. He make, He's plant supervisor in Detroit. Super good job. And in his contract, he takes a week off to come up here and help me. And we stake out everything. All the camping spots, all the parking spots in the pits. We just, we're pounding stakes all day long. And, uh. To get it ready for that show and, and my one and 
mowing grass and painting walls and you know it's it's a lot of work don't get me wrong i mean we work at it from daylight to dark in the fall and i work at it you know four days a week five usually on saturday after friday night i don't do much maybe clean up some i got some of my kids that come in and clean up but saturday night i'll go to the races sunday i'll do something and hopefully nothing's broke so we'll go i'll grade it i never grade till thir- thursday because wednesday night we have practice and i do i charge 50 dollars a car to come in and practice and i don't care how many people they can bring with them they can bring 20 people i just charge for car and makes it simple and i don't have to listen to people complain used to have people complain because i charge so much person but and, you know, I only want to see them for five minutes. Well, now they don't care who comes back to the back. They just come and watch them practice on want to. You know, I mean, I got some people who come. Roger Wing comes and and Vanderbeen's been here and, and uh, a bunch of them. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't keep track, you know. It's always on Wednesday night, and they make a lot of laps from about 3 o'clock in the afternoon till dark. So, so if uh, people want to want to keep up to date and what's going on uh, at uh, mid-michigan raceway park what's the best way uh, for them to do that uh, <laughs> facebook page me is on facebook okay. me i don't do facebook <laughs> but you do me, have a facebook me and, page me computers don't get along okay is there a phone no. number people can uh, reach yeah, you they can call that my track number and and you know which is uh 989-637-4353 and they can call and and, uh, you know, ask questions or whatever and what's, you know, what's going or, on. Or, the, or they can call Ron Miller Race Cars and I'll fill them They can call out. Ron Miller. <laughs> you know, and there's certain people who put stuff on there, you know. But I don't even know how to turn the computer on, to be honest with you. And I got a, my wife got me an iPad and they got to show me how to do it. But I, I can fumble through it, but I can't go anyplace. You know, and that, and it probably is good because she said it's probably a good thing you don't answer some of them people. You know, but <laughs> yeah, I understand other, that. Other than that, you know, are you, Rod? You plan on running ninety six in their ethanol series, or? Uh, you know, my, my my schedule is really <laughs> flexible this year. You know, if if I yeah. if I feel like going racing, I'm going to. Uh, You're I'm, not going to be at Oak Street every night, every Saturday night. I don't know. I really, Gene, you know how much I enjoy running those Run What You Brung shows. Right. And uh, my plan right now is to run those when I, when it, when it's convenient. There you go. All right. If it interferes with something I have been doing, so be it. Yeah. I mean, I like Oakshade. I, used to, I raced Oakshade a few times. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> you know, but back in my hobby stock days, ran there. And you know who got me to go there? Believe it or not, Chris Patterson. Yep. <laughs> he Chris was, he, got me to go to lots of places. He, he was a great salesman. He's a, he's a great he guy. He was a good salesman. He was a good PR for for racing. I still think he is. Um, you know, he's the person who would say, hey, why don't you come down here and race? He ain't doing nothing tomorrow night. Why don't you go here? Why don't you go there? A few weeks back, we had Chris and uh, I, Shane Yoder on the show. Yeah. That, that was a fun show. Yes, it was, because I listened to it afterwards. But, <laughs> you know... I really, you know, I, I know what Chris is like. You know, I see he was on Facebook share. His snowmobile did all right up to up racing someplace, wherever they were at. You know, he looks good. 
I mean, a year ago right now, he wasn't doing very good. So I've heard doing that. pretty good. You know, I give him credit for it. You know, and I like Chris and, and Bob and, you know, Aunt Rosie, you know. Good people. Very good people, you know. Well, Gene, we gotta we gotta get going here. We wish you luck this weekend with the uh, Whiteout One Hundred, and uh, you know, you know, there's roads that come from Toledo up here. You could come on up. Yeah, I'm thinking about it actually. I'm thinking, you know, I might actually do that. I don't. My car doesn't have an engine in it, but I can come watch and free food. Hey, I mean, free food. You got you got me with that. My, my pit passes are fifteen dollars, and general mission fifteen dollars. Um, kids are ten. Uh, you know, whatever six to twelve, but. You know, come and have fun and and watch some. Hopefully, watch some pretty good racing. It was last year. I had a four cylinder here that won it five times. Well, he won it, but he should have won it way before he did because every time he'd go in three, he'd get the ice spot and bounce it off the wall and go back three, four spots. <laughs> I don't know how he had a rear end left in that little four cylinder, but you know what? They had fun, and that's all it counted. Gene, we really appreciate you talking with us tonight. Good luck with the race this weekend. Thanks for calling me, and and I'll give you a call at the shop there, Ron. Real good. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. All right, bye, Gene. Gene Hendrickson from uh, Mid-Michigan Raceway Raceway Park, yeah. Great family racetrack. Sounds like it. Sounds like it'll be fun. Uh, Whiteout 100, Saturday, February 2nd. That's uh, this Saturday, two days from right now. Gates, uh, what do you say, open at 11? Yep. I think I saw 12. Racing, but, uh, racing one-ish. One-ish. Uh, I had racing at two, so uh, a little bit earlier than what we've been saying. Well, how, you know. The, one one thirty ish Probably kind of depends on. When everybody shows up. W- and what the track is yeah. doing. Yeah, well, it sounds like the weather's going to be pretty good. Yeah. You know, and if you mid- waited two more days, it's going to be in the 50s. Mid-30s, that's amazing. Yeah. After, Scott, have you thought about that? That's yeah, that's that's yeah. that's a fifty degree swing it's, in the weather. Uh, yeah, more than that almost. Um, so yeah, that's Saturday. Uh, if you want to watch some uh, racing on TV, the uh, Lucas Oil Late Models uh, will be on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, other than we have the thirtieth annual Woodland Mall race cars on display coming up. On uh, Friday, March 15th through Sunday, March 17th, we're going to be there. We're going to do a special uh, Facebook Live. That's uh, going to be Friday fun. Night. It really is. Interview the drivers. So if you can't make it out, make sure to check that out. But come on out and join us. Hang out with us. It'll be so, pretty cool. So that will be two hammer down. First that'll be two hammer down race reports that week. That yeah. week, back yeah. to back, for Thursday cool. and then Friday. Yeah. The, the, Can the, we count that as the logistics? Might be a little. It's like a show something and a half. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. Think, I don't know. Could it be 70 and 71 or whatever? We're on 69. Yeah, it'll be beyond this. Yeah, yeah, it'll be upper 70s probably. Uh, next week on the show, in the studio, we're going to have Tyler Perry and Dwayne Hancock. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot of stuff next week. Uh, ICAR, uh, they got the the modified series that uh, Tyler's part of there with uh, Dave Mazzillo of uh, Bearfield. And uh, Dwayne Hancock, he's got the Attica Fremont Championship Series that uh, he just announced uh, a few weeks ago. We're going to talk about that with him as well. And Dwayne's been here before. We talked yeah. the grocery getter uh, deal with him, <laughs> his time in there. So More insanity. Yeah, so, a lot of stuff. Looking Scott, it's been a good it. hour again, man. Yeah. We were yeah. thinking of getting out of here and going uh, to get some to eat. But were you? Yeah, you know. Don't drink the water here, at least not yet. 
Uh, make sure to uh, give Ron Miller Race Cars a call again. Uh, he'll give you updates on Mid Michigan Raceway Park and everything else that he offers. The gift cards for uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Uh, pretty much anything. I got a list I got to get to you, too. Bolts for your headers. That's it. Uh, oil, filters, spark plugs. That's it. Yeah, it's all there. 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. That's Ron Miller Race Cars. Just an easy mile and a half or two miles from Toledo, Ohio, Alexis and Secor. So we're very convenient. Just across the uh, Michigan border there. Yep. Yeah, by the uh, what that little airport. Toledo Suburban. Yes, but it's in Michigan, so it shouldn't be called Toledo. I'm still confused by that. Well, you're, it's easy to confuse you, Scott. We'll be back next week, 7 o'clock. Join us Facebook Live. Listen to us on iHeartRadio, Google Music, or Google Play Music, iTunes. It's all there. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!